0: When I first got started with this podcast idea, I was so nervous and I didn't know much about how to get started. And then I found the Anchor app. Anchor was the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything that you need in one place for free, which you can use from your phone or computer. It allows you guys to produce it, edit it, and add add in even fun introductions and kind of jazz it up it also gets distributed for you guys to places like Spotify, Apple iTunes, Google Podcast and you can easily make money from the app too. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Trust me, Anchor is your go-to for podcasting. Hello, hello, hello. Hello to the crew. How is everybody? If you are here, that means we have all made it to episode two of unapologetically bossy podcasts, and I will say it feels pretty good. Episode one had really, really great feedback and a lot of great response, so I'm here for more. And this episode is titled "A Boss Bitch in It, In and Out of the Home." So, what I kind of told you guys about, we're gonna talk about just how to level up, but in your current situation. So my past and my current and my hobbies and my drive are obviously going to be something different than yours. You may pick up things from me that you can relate to, but a lot of what our things are that we love and our drive and our passion, probably gonna look a little different, right? So sort of where my background comes into play is I can sell ice cream. To an Eskimo. That is my tagline from an old former boss named Lynn Lucas at Progressive, which is where I currently work. She would tell everybody, This girl can sell ice to an Eskimo. And that comes from such a long time past. So, my drive and what I consider to boss up in my life is my passion and my drive for sales. And just interacting with people and how do I get there and how do I maneuver that in my day-to-day life and incorporate it with whether that be side jobs or hobbies or extras I take on or just how I interact with people in my day-to-day life. So a little background about me is I really started this passion when I was young I actually had lemonade stands, which I know you all might say like, okay, bro, I did that too. Tell me, what did you do? What what was so different? What what sparked you there? I knew when I started those lemonade stands that it was something I just loved. I loved going to the store and getting the ingredients and using my own profit. I My parents invested in like a professional lemonade stand. Yes, there is such a thing. It was like, They bought it online or somewhere back in the old day and it had like a table and like a rack underneath and a lemonade stand, awning, and I would post that up at the end of our development, which wasn't even a big development, and I would sit out there for hours and I loved collecting the money. So I knew there was something to that. And then I would take it to the baseball fields. My dad was a coach. My brother played baseball at the park, the local community park. And I would rake in the dough and I would drive. I would do it. I couldn't get enough of it. And so that commitment and that drive and that passion started really early for me. So kind of fast forward, I did Girl Scouts, I was always top sales selling cookies, and I actually did it, not my mom. Of course she helped and did all the behind the scenes, but I knew I was more of a sales driven, not a manual or physical labor driven. I just knew that about myself. Quote unquote lazy, call it what you will, I'll pay anybody to do anything, but I loved that aspect of it. Then I started college and I knew I wanted to do something with business, but I wasn't sure. I had always those dreams of what am I going to be? What am I going to do? But when I came out of college, I knew I wanted to buy my first house and I did at 23, but I needed money. I needed more than your average coming out of college salary. So that's where I fell into the direct sales market. I started with a company called Premier Designs. Shout out to my good longtime family friend, Tracy Ammon, had got me into that back in 2012. And I really did well for myself. I didn't know who I was going to sell it to or what parties I was going to have or if anybody would even give a crap. But I knew that it was something I loved and I had good credit. And so I invested in it and I took the leap, right? But not just to jump around, right? I wanted to just find something and really put my effort into it. After Premiere, went a couple years, really started like losing my passion for it. So at that point, I knew it was time for me to take a break. I didn't want to just jump around from company to company and do this, do that, because I wasn't focused. I had really thought about it for many years and I didn't do a lot. People would ask me all the time what's the next move? What are you doing? I was still in my young mid-20s. I wasn't you know no babies no no marriage relationships. I still sort of was just doing my thing. I had started with another company for activewear and I really just didn't have the passion though and I thought I'll just get the discount right for all my direct sales ladies and men out there you can relate to some of this. And then I was really praying on it and thinking about what, what do I want to do? What, I want something different. I want something I haven't done. I want something that calls to me. And that's what brought me recently to Bellamy. And I did well, guys. I had the sales drive behind me, but I was lacking building of a team. And for the direct sales world, that's really where it's at, Right. When I got to that position, probably about a year and in, in and I did Bellamy for a full about two years, I was constantly finding myself comparing to influencers and people on social media and looking around at people in Bellamy saying, why can't I get here? What is it about me? And I took, a, took some time to sit and figure it out. And for me, it was more so not like it's not going to happen or it can't happen. It just was demeaning my self-value because for two years I had tried to do this, to build this team, to make this success. What I thought in that moment looked like success, but in reality, it just wasn't my passion to build the team, right? I am more of an independent contributor versus a leader type role when it comes to that type of stuff. So I was tired of comparing myself to only knock myself back down. And that's where I say to you guys, in a lot of these podcasts and a lot of segments coming up, the fake reality in which we see on social media is not their day to day. It's our highlight reel. You've heard that. You will continue to hear that. And I knew that it was just not something that was too hard but it was something that was not meant to serve me. If I need to say that a little bit louder for the people in the back, whatever that thing is that you think that you're struggling with, why don't you stop and think, is this meant to serve me and my life? And if that immediate no comes to mind, that's your number one evaluation, right? So after that, A good friend of mine at the time had said to me, why are you considering moving around to another direct sales? What's going to be different for you there than here at Bellamy? And I love Bellamy and the CEOs and all the people and the products, and I stand behind all of them. I had to evaluate that the industry had no longer served me in my time of season. So that is where, for a lot of you that may have known, I started my own women's underwear business called Bad and Bougie Panties for myself to fill my passions, to keep me busy, and serving that little itch that I love about sales and working with people and making them happy and giving them great deals, things that they can't go to the store and buy themselves at those prices. And I was successful, And I bought and sold the underwear and people really took to it. But then I hit a hard time in life and I closed up my shop. And I decided, I think that what is out there to serve me is beyond this, is beyond me. And so at that moment, I prayed and I leaned into my faith. And I gave it up to whomever you may find as a spiritual leader, whether you do or you don't. Hey, I love everybody all the same, but I gave my problems, my struggle, my I don't know what to do next up to the Lord. And I said, here you go, run the ship. You just tell me what you want me to do. And this is how I got into podcasting. I was at a with a friend at a company like dinner. And I was chatting up with a couple of these really high, high up leaders, just talking normal shop, just talking business, like just talking all things life and the daughter, of a very, very successful woman had just graduated college in communications. And I'm telling her like, you know, I'm going through this, I'm going through that. You know, I've had these businesses, I've lost 110 pounds, but I just don't know what's meant for me. Like what's out there, right? I don't know. I I don't know. There seems to be something, but I just don't know. And she turned to me and she said, have you ever thought about doing podcasting? She's like, I would love to listen to your story. And honestly, from that moment, when she said that to me, I stopped in my tracks and I thought, wow, that sounds like something I would fully love and fully enjoy and be able to back and fill the need of helping others and doing something for myself and helping myself. So that is kind of like my little backstory as far as like, what fuels me what fuels my passion what has gotten me to the place that i'm at what makes you you we all have our day-to-day lives that we get so soup- swooped up into but but regardless of those day-to-day duties mom wife husband friend boss employee right chauffeur pta mom pta dad sports you know coach whatever that thing is Regardless of all of those things, what is the one thing when you stop and think, whether it is obtainable, achievable or not, lights your mind, soul, body and heart on fire? So you might say like, I don't know, Ashley, I've been out of this game for so long, I couldn't even tell you. Well, I was there with you. When I started going through this, I was like, I have no hobby. When I started going to therapy and really working on Ashley and who the heck I am and what am I meant to do in this life, I stopped and guys, I said, Holy shit, I have no hobby. I do nothing. I work, I take care of a kid, I go out with friends, I take care of a house, I wash, rinse, and repeat. I watch TV. I we could talk about the Kardashians or Beverly Housewives, like I I don't have anything right it took me stopping and thinking and taking the time and this is not an overnight thing right this is not something you're like oh I'm gonna become the world's greatest dirt biker have you ever rode a dirt bike like you're gonna start knitting are you gonna start a book club like you hate reading like you know what I mean you can't just say whatever comes right to mind unless you know that's been a passion of yours So right now in this podcast, I challenge you to write down on a sticky note, on a piece of paper, in your phone, text it to somebody, write down something that comes to mind that you would love to achieve or integrate into your life, whether you think it's obtainable or not. And then I want you to hang it somewhere, put it on the background of your phone, put it on your desk, put it on your refrigerator, put it on a sticky note in your mirror. I want you to leave that on there. And we're going to come back to that. So with that in mind, the next thing is what's stopping you? Why? Is it that you just don't have anything yet? I totally get that. Then this is going to be a podcast you're going to come back to and listen to when that thing does come to fruition. Is it resources, funds, time, support? Do you not believe in yourself? Or is it that you simply, and we're being real honest here all, is it something that you want wrapped in a perfectly wrapped box with a bow around it, handed it to you with instructions, time, and a promise? Is that? Because that's a lot of what we want. We want something, but we don't want to do the work and the effort to get there. Or maybe you're currently doing something, a passion or a hobby, but you're not at 100%. You're not fueling and really getting into that passion because of resources, funds, time, support, not having enough courage. Or not with as much passion as you had when you started. We all have that, right? Whether that be weight loss, whether that be financial savings, whether that be relationships, it's all easy when we start, right? Day one, y'all, is the easiest. So what has set you back? Do you actually want it bad enough that you're willing to make yourself uncomfortable to get the results? I knew when I wanted to get into this podcast that I knew I was going to do it and I started thinking about it and I got the name going and I got, you know, the the support of the, you know, backing of how I'm going to record it and what I'm going to do and I told people about it and an advertisement, but I never started, right? So I had a mentor who I had reached out to, I had got a connection and I sat down with him and I said, this is what I want to do and he said, and so when are you doing it? And I'm like, oh, I, you know, I'm really just, like, my brain's not really that clear. Like, I'm still just going through it at home. Like, I still, I'm still up 12 pounds. Like, I, I can't preach about that on podcast. Like, I'm not even where I want to be. And he looked at me, virtually, of course. You know, welcome to 2022. And he said, why not right now? Why not today? Why have you not started that introduction today? And I said, I... Well, I'm I did just tell you, I mean, were you listening or he's like, "And what's stopping you from just doing it today?" And then the next episode, and the next episode, and the next episode until it becomes a thing, and you're going to fall, and you are going to get back up and you are going to learn, and it will come, but you have to start. And so I did. I started right after I got off the phone with him. I sat down and I thought about my direction and I said I'm uncomfortable as shit right now but this is what I need to get started. Sitting back in the corner waiting till it feels right or I have enough time or my kids aren't home. I'm be real honest my kid's in the bathtub right now and I said you need to stay in this bathroom so I can get this done because if I don't make the time for me and for my hobbies and my interests, ain't nobody going to do it for me. And so I jumped right in and here we are at episode two and, you know, we're going to keep rolling. But you go from what's stopping to you, stopping you, what are, you identify those things and how do you start? If you haven't started already, you have to make that commitment to yourself. If you don't tell yourself, you guys, you are worth it, who will? Yes, you might have a partner or a friend that really is just pumping you up. Who might be cheering you on your sideline cheerleader. But if you don't believe you are worth it, who will? Who will do it for you? No one's going to drive the ship of your destiny outside of your day-to-day requirements. You have to do it. For you and want it bad enough and make it a priority in your life aside from everything else if now isn't the time then it's not you have to know that well you have to be the person that says you know I just I got too many things going on I I cannot take on an additional thing but sometimes we have to push past that that's a big thing that I've always done and I've come to work on is that I do take on a lot at one time and people say, well, how do you do this? How are you doing all these things? And, but timing sometimes has to be there, but it also doesn't because we can make excuses that now isn't the time when it's the best time like this podcast. Dragging your feet and waiting to quote, feel ready is not going to get you started or get you moving, or get you planning, or getting the feel and the passion, when you're vulnerable, is when you will be in the best headspace. Because you'll have all those thoughts going, good and bad, right? But we have to work through that bad. And I would have never knew how much I loved this podcast and how much I would be good at it until Z would have pushed me and told me to do it. And I am big enough and strong enough to admit that I am damn good at this, y'all. And I do have a talent. I have something I can bring to other people. But it serves me as well. Hearing it come out of my own mouth is like, uh, duh, Ashley. How are you going to tell these people this and not do it yourself? Do you have, what can you say in your life that you have like that? Write it down again. Think about it again. Now run with it, my friends, right? And you must all be saying, well, Ashley, like I don't really have any interest in in anything in particular. Or like, I just want to boss it up at home. I don't have a hobby or something like specific that I'm really interested in. I'm actually like busy or I work at the church or I work at the side and I just spend a lot of time with my kids, right? But I want to have the best home life, the best nine to five, my main job. I want to be the best parent, spouse, friend, daughter, son. I want to work on my mental health. I just want to be the boss of my inner home. That's awesome too, right? There's so many things in your home that just within your confined walls that you still have a drive and you want to do more with. Break it down. Take the main item and work it from top to bottom. Have a list Have a list for that list. Write it down. Put it in your phone. Organize and handle each item at a time. Make it the main priority each day. Then give your brain a rest and reset, reprioritize. And this will trickle over to all the daily tasks that you have, which will create the empowerment in you to master whatever that item is for you. I challenge you whether you wanna boss it up outside of the house, you wanna boss it up at your nine to five, your side hustle, your hobby, your part-time job, your kids, your finances, your weight, your mental health. I challenge you to set one goal for this week. Write it down. Replay it in your mind. Try to work towards that goal by one week. End of week one. So today and one week from when you listen to this. And if you don't even make a little bit of a move on it, do it again and again until you start moving forward towards progress. And for me, what that looks like is thinking it through, whatever that item is, let's take finances and I... We'll come up with a system, right? Maybe I want to save for a trip that's in six months, eight months from now, right? And maybe you're like, actually, I don't use credit cards. I don't do all of that. I like to have my money and I'm trying to restructure how we work our finances. And so I write it down a goal. And then I make envelopes with how much money can I spare each paycheck that I could put in this envelope with this little sticky note, put it in their cash, keep it in a special spot. Right? And train my brain that if I have X amount of dollars per month, if I save $300 per month until for 10 months, I know I will have $3,000. And then I make a list and then I, you know, maybe I struggle with that. Maybe that's, I dip in there or I, you know, things come up at the house and I'm I'm low on money. It's making a priority, Important, number one, but giving yourself grace to understand if your hot water tank blew, I mean, I, I at least saved, I had that $200, $300 set aside. I guess I can pull from there and restart, reprioritize and restructure what that looks like. Whether that means I keep hauling ass until June or 10 months from now, and I still have you know less than the three grand, maybe I have 2700 or I say, can I give up my blank, you know, for the month to give me back the $50 a month I need to, to cover that? But it's, I know in your mind that might sound like, okay, well, that's that's like a small, you know, obtainable goal, Ash. I get it. But if you don't start small, you're going to constantly reel Instagram and Facebook and see these girls and men and Everybody out there driving and doing and vacationing and having and homes and everything that you compare yourself to while you're sitting there with zero dollars saved and feeling bad about yourself. When in reality, you can have what, quote, you think these people have. You also don't know, did they charge all that? Were they given that home? Did somebody buy them that car? Or do they boss it up too? Great, if they do, then I want to boss it up with you. But you got to start somewhere. This entire episode is just for you to see you are worth it. You are worth the grind, the sacrifice, the time, the money. And how you can take it from a simple mom, person, dad, woman that lives the same daily grind you do, And have them take the time to assess how to handle some of these things and break them down. Now, I am nowhere near master status at all. I don't fake it until I make it. I work at it until I nail it. Faking it is only going to prolong the process and make you be one of those fake people on social, on TV, who make it seem like they are doing it and have it all. But they are faking it. Until they make it, you're going to work at it until you nail it. That's all I got for this episode, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Ciao for now. Don't forget, subscribe, like, shout me out on social media, tag me, share me in your stories if you got something from this and tell me what you got. Submit questions. I'm happy to read them on air. What do you want to talk about? What do you want to hear? What do you need help with? Thanks so much. That's all. Bye-bye now.